Oh yeah, it is time to bring it down with Rita. One thing that I see time and time again is that when it comes to taking action in your business, there's an awful lot of panic and not enough disco. And that happens because there are so many ways to do so many things. If you aren't intentional with your time, then you're going to find yourself in this never-ending loop of doing the hustle. And the hustle, I mean, that's pretty old school. And while there's so much info on what you should do and why you should do it, barely anyone is showing you how to. So in these Break It Down episodes, I take a concept or a strategy and give you step-by-step instructions on doing it a little bit of why, and a whole lot of how, and that is a promise. These episodes are designed to be focused and short so that you can implement it all today, because we all know it is action that ultimately creates results. Get ready to get your groove on, because it is time to break it down. This week, I'm giving you the skinny on creating a client enrollment system. And I call it a client enrollment system because that's exactly what it is. We are talking about what you need from point A to point Z to attract a steady stream of clients and customers. Because not only is it important that the people you're talking to, that you understand what's necessary for them to feel confident and secure hiring you. But I mean, you have to attract those people in the first place. And that's all part of the system. And we're going to talk about the basic steps. And for those of you who are new to my Break It Down episodes, welcome. As the intro said, these are designed to be very quick episodes. I do not give you a lot of philosophy, a lot of why around what we're talking about. This is like step by step. Number one, do this. Number two, here's a step. Number three, implement this. This is your actionable episode. Like everything in here, I want it to be actionable. But I will say that this episode is like a Cliff's Notes version of what you really need for a robust client enrollment system that will work on repeat. So this episode is enough. It's enough to listen to and implement, and you will see a difference if you focus on this. But I did teach this as a master class uh, last week. So I did this as a free two-hour master class on client attraction. If you want that class, if you want to watch the full class, you can still get it. You just need to head to the show notes, click on the link, and you'll be able to receive a copy of the video and the workbook and have everything. But you don't have to. It will help. I will tell you, it will make this work even better than what you'll get from just listening to this episode. But listening to this episode is enough. But I'm not going to go into a lot of the, well, why is this step important? And how does it really fit into the bigger picture of your business? This is you trusting me saying, okay, Rita says that I need to create a client enrollment system. These are the steps and I'm going to get to action and I'm going to implement them. So that's what we're talking about today. 
I'm assuming you're here because you want to create a profitable and rewarding business. Rewarding being much bigger than just the money that you pull in. It's the impact that you're making. It's the lives that you're changing. It's enjoying what you're doing every day. And that means enjoying the people that you're doing it for, enjoying the way that you're serving those people, and enjoying what the business is able to do for your life. Because as you know, I'm a big believer that you build a business to support your life meaning you build your business around your life. You don't just shove your life in around your business. So that's why I think this is so important. Once you really master these, we'll say four steps, once you master these four steps for client enrollment, it's going to help you attract the people that you want to be surrounded by all day. When we talk about ideal client, I will say this little side note, You have to love being around these people for eight hours a day minimum. You have to enjoy not only being around them and talking to them, but like learning all about them. If you don't, you're going to suffer, right? So client enrollment is about attracting the people that you want to attract, the number of times that you need to attract them in order to make the money that you want to make. And it's all for this bigger picture. So you're able to love and live your life, but you love what you're doing in it in your life, and in your business. And so that's what I want for you. I want for you to create a profitable and rewarding business. That is what we are doing here today. Now, for those of you who might be new to my podcast, I'm not going to go too much into detail, but I have been running my business now for almost eight years. So I was a business attorney for 13 years, left that to become a dating coach. You can go back to episode one and listen to that story if this is the first time that you're interacting with me. Hi and welcome. You'll definitely want to go back and listen to the earlier episodes to get that story. But I was business attorney for 13 years, left it to become a dating coach. That business built very successfully and I ended up going into business strategy and that's what I've been doing for eight years. Now, I have helped not only my own business, both my date coaching business and the business that I'm in now, which includes coaching and speaking and and so much more. But I have helped, I counted it, like over a thousand business owners worldwide to grow their business. Now, this is through private coaching, group coaching, speaking workshops. We're talking thousands of business owners to grow their business. And I do it teaching It's kind of my Rita made me do it framework. It's a little bit of the most important thing framework, if you've heard of that. But we're going to lump all of it under the Rita made me do it framework. And the reason that this framework works is because it is simple. Now, I want to caveat before we jump into this. Simple doesn't mean easy. It will not be easy to do this. It won't feel easy because building a business is not going to be the easiest thing you've ever done. Let's just put that out there. But building a business does not need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be complex. And so this system is very simple. And so I'm going to share with you the four keys, the four steps. And if you really focus on them and implement them, you will fill your client openings. You will fill your customer spots. You will make more sales. Now, the time frame that that happens on will be different for everyone. But I guarantee that if you focus on these things, if you focus on these four things, which is communicating clearly what you do, 
in a way that draws people in. So clear communication is number one. Number two is a repeatable marketing system. So you clearly communicate and that clear communication ties into and leads into number two, a repeatable marketing system that three allows you to implement a sales process that feels good. And then number four is you have the mindset for success over all of this. So these are the four steps. Clear communication, marketing system, a great sales slash client enrollment process, and then also this mindset for success. If you focus on these things, you will build your business. So we're going to start, we're going to jump right into it. We're going to start with, I guess we can say step one. Step one is that clear communication. You need to be able to communicate clearly who you help and how you help. You need to be able to answer the question, so what do you do? And I can't, I mean, I can because it was me too, but it feels like that should be a simple question to answer. So tell me, what do you do? But it's amazing how when it's asked, it can feel like the most complicated thing to say clearly and concisely. People start saying all kinds of things. They start saying how they do what they do. They start talking about logistics. They start talking about all the different ways that they help people on all the different days in in, in every kind of variety that you can think of. But we want to make this clear and concise so that the clients that you want to work with clearly see themselves in what you're saying. So that's what we're starting with. How to answer that question, what do you do without cringing or feeling anxiety or having your cheeks flush and feeling a little lost and confused about what exactly to say? So let's start with the first piece of this. We're going to start with talking about your who, who you help. Because if you can get clear on who you help, it's going to make everything else easy. This clear communication, the marketing system it ties into, the client enrollment, everything else kind of stems from this foundation of having a really good understanding of who you help specifically. Because what you do, like not the thing you do, I mean, the problem that you solve, what you do for other people has to be positioned as a solution to their problem. And for you to know what somebody's problem is, you have to really know that person. And it's easier to know that person the more narrow and specific you get about who you're trying to help. Don't worry, I'm going to give you some examples, but this is where we're going to start. So your who, your who is your target market. These are your clients. These are your ideal clients. You might be able to help everybody. I mean, everybody kind of starts by saying, but I can help people. I can help men and women. And it doesn't matter what age you are. And it doesn't matter if you're married. It doesn't matter if you're single. It doesn't matter if you live in California, if you live in Virginia, I can help you all. And that might be true. I want to say that. That might be true. You might very well be able to help everybody. But one thing that you can't do is market effectively to everyone. When you're trying to market to everyone, you're going to lose out on the pieces that create that clear communication that really draws people in. So this is where we're starting with who you help, your ideal clients, the people you most want to work with, the people you most want to impact. It's the people who really want and need and are willing to pay for. It doesn't mean have money for, guys. I mean, 
yes, we want people to have money for the things that they need. But I will say, it, it it's the willingness to pay for it that is usually the problem. And the reason people aren't willing to pay for what most entrepreneurs are doing is because they haven't clearly been communicated to in a way that connects the value or allows them to see that it's for them. So again, it all comes back to this foundation. So it's your who, your ideal clients, the people you most want to work with, the people you most want to impact, the people who really need and want what your business does, like the service that you provide or the product that you you sell. Like they really are looking for that because of the results that it helps create in their life. So a target market can be and should be narrow, but the way that it becomes narrowed and focused is by a variety of different factors. So these are things like gender and age, income, profession, the the situation in their life, like where they are at this moment of time in their life, their educational status. I mean, there's so many different ways that you can narrow your target market. But so what's really, really, really important is that it makes it easy for you to go find them so you can research them, you can be surrounded by them. If you say people, it sounds very easy to go be surrounded by people. But I mean, people are everywhere. And so if you're just surrounded by people all the time, you're going to feel like you're equally, if not more so, coming across people who are not meant to be your clients or your customers versus people who are. So narrowing, getting very specific is going to help you find them so you can create the marketing strategies that will effectively reach those specific people. Like, think about this. Think about, I I think I mentioned this as an example in my last episode, but I was talking about a client of mine and the market that she serves and that she helps. And so I'm going to kind of go back to this as an example again. But let's take a non-married executive corporate woman who is looking to advance her career. So she's been working for a while. She's been working in the same company. She's single. She's not married. Um, you know, she's in her 40s and she's trying to climb that corporate ladder at, at in her career at the job that she's had. Now, take someone who is married and in her 40s who just had a child who is coming back to the workforce for the first time. They both want the same thing. They both want career satisfaction. They both want to advance their career. But the reason why they might be having trouble doing that or the type of support that they need to make that happen is going to be very, very different because of those differences. One has a child. One does not in this example. One has been working at the same company for a long time, and the other has not, is just coming in to a new job. And not only that, is just coming back into the workforce. So you can see by these nuances, by these differences, the support that they need and the specific challenges that they face are going to be very different. And like really crawling in their heads, right? And really understanding them, seeing through their eyes, seeing their day, who they're surrounded by, the the things that are happening in their households at night, the the conversations that they're having, the people that they're around, where they're going, what they're reading when they're not like even just thinking about work, right? In other areas of their lives, all of that changes based on these things. So you can see why if you're trying to find both of those women, now you might be able to help both of those women. But again, effectively marketing because your marketing budget is limited. Your networking time is limited. We want to make this as a 
efficient as possible. So the more narrow and specific that you can be with your target market is going to allow you to be more specific and narrow with your niche, the thing that you do for these people, the results that you help them achieve. And that means you'll be more successful because your marketing will be more successful and everything that goes into it. And it will allow the conversations that you have to be more effective at showcasing that value that I'm talking about that will make it easy for clients and customers to say, yes, 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 yes. I want what you have. So step one is to think about your who, but get narrow, right? That's the difference between like working woman versus working mom versus a working mom of a teenager versus a mom of a teenager who travels all the time for work. That's totally different. If she's traveling because she has to travel like 75% of the time for work and she's out of the home, the issues that she has in her life, but also with her children, are going to be very different than someone who's home every day or single, right? I used to be the dating coach. So single women great, but single women in their 40s, okay. But a single woman in her 40s who was re-entering the dating world for the first time after a divorce, very different thoughts, language, problems, ways of thinking about dating than someone who's in her 40s who's single, who's never been married. The, the Everything is different. And so that's what I really want you to start spending some time on. Who do you help but try to narrow it? Because narrowing it will help you get specific about their problems. Again, in the dating example, and I've used this before, a single woman who is in her 40s, who is coming back to dating after a divorce, she might have issues like, I've never used online dating before. Online dating wasn't a thing when I was single last. I don't know how to do it. Or I don't want to make the same mistake again. I really want to do some examination to figure out why I kind of navigated my relationship this way or why I attracted this kind of person. Whereas the single woman in her 40s never married has been dating, you know, all the time that she's been able to date. And so she's like, no, no, I know how to online date. I use all of the apps. I do all of the things. I totally got that down. Also, why, you know, why do I need to settle? I don't want to have to settle. Like, they're looking at it differently. There's a little more urgency. There's a little more time crunch. If, especially, you narrow it down even more to a 40-year-old woman who's never been married before who wants to have a child, or even if they have been married before, but even that makes a difference. You can see what I'm saying. Like, as I say here, bring brainstorming. Every little tweak makes it different, but different in your favor because now you're able to get inside their head and know their specific, very individual problems. And while it might not be the only client that you work with, because it won't. When I was a dating coach and I marketed to the divorced women who were coming back into dating for the first time, but I still had men asked to work with me. I still had 40-year-old women never married asked to work with me. I still had 20-year-olds asking to work with me because my marketing resonated with them. But I was never marketing for them or to them. So when you market to your favorite ideal, the clients and customers you want to work with and impact the most, then other people who don't meet that demographic or meet that kind of definition of how you're defining your target market, but resonate with your values, they're still going to seek you out. In fact, it will make it even more likely that those people who don't fit the definition of your target market, they'll find you and they will come to you and they will become your clients and customers with ease. So 
Step one overall is being able to communicate clearly and effectively. But the first piece of this is narrow down who you're serving. So spend some time, try some different ways to narrow it down and see how all of the different iterations of how you narrow your market will change the problems that you're facing, which is like, I guess we'll say part B of step one. So if step one is clearly communicate, part A is really narrow who you're communicating to. And part B is because then you're going to be able to identify those specific individual problems, those problems that are individual to that very narrow person. That difference between marketing to a woman who's coming back to the workforce for the first time after having a child versus that woman who's been in the workforce this entire time working her way up. The difference between a 40-year-old never married woman versus a woman who's divorced and coming back into the dating world for the first time. Uh, The difference between someone who wants to take control of their health who struggles with chronic pain versus someone who wants to take control of their health but does not. Like, their problems are different. The things that they face in their day are different. So now that you've done part A, really narrow who you're talking to, part B is think about it in a tangible way. All of those problems, they reach out and touch every day. So it could be, you know, um, they don't know. uh, I'm trying to think. I always go to the health thing in this. So like tangible problems, maybe they're not sleeping through the night. They don't have energy to get through the workday. Their knee hurts when they walk down the stairs. They don't want to do anything after work because they're so tired. Um, They might, you know, have trouble with their stomach. They might have, they're all of these different things, right? And so I really want you to think to that narrow person, step A and part A. And then part B is, what are those, just brainstorm out as many as you can think of, those tangible daily problems that they have as they're navigating throughout their day. What is popping up for them in their daily lives? And if they have an urgent problem that you help solve that they would eventually want solved, what will they go to Google? Give it the Google test. What will they go to Google and type in the Google search bar? They're not gonna type for me, for example, Most people aren't going to type, I'd like a business coach. I mean, they might, but it's going to turn up tons of results that really aren't going to be helpful. But usually when, when you get into the actual data of what people are searching when, you know, these companies like Edison Research and all kind of like do all of these things to talk about these very specific things around what people are are looking for and thinking and you do market research, all of it, right? What you find are people are like, why can't I get someone to say yes? Or why do I keep going to a networking meeting but never finding a client? How do I know what networking group will be the best use of my time? Um, why do I keep... Uh, hearing people tell me that they just can't afford me. Um, How do you respond when someone says that they need to think about it? Um, What's the best email to send for following up? Like those are the things they're Googling, the actual tangible reach out and touch it problem that they have that's keeping them from the result that they want, which is growing a successful business. Because here's the thing. Well, okay, we're going to get to that in a minute. So let me get to like subsection C. So we have part one, communicate clearly. Uh, Part A of this, you have to be able to narrow who you're talking to because part B, it's going to help you identify those tangible daily in their face, reach out and touch them problems, which then C, subsection C, will allow you to get very specific about the results that you're providing to people, what you're allowing to be possible for them. Because here's the thing, 
It's not what you do. So I gave this example before as well, but this example is a financial advisor that helps people get out of student loan debt. That's what the financial advisor does. I help you get out of student loan debt. But that's not the result that is possible for their client. I mean, it is, right? Yes, like they can get out of student loan debt. If they hire this financial advisor, they will get out of student loan debt, but they don't care about that result. They care about what getting out of student loan debt will do for them, that it provides them freedom, freedom in their choices, freedom to travel, go out to eat where they want, do the things that they want to do. Just like for me, business coaching, building a profitable business, yes, like hire me. I will help you. I will help you build a profitable business. But ultimately, it's not the profitable business my clients care about. Ultimately, my clients care about what having a profitable business will allow to be true for them, what it makes possible for them, the opportunities, the access, the experiences, the abilities that that opens the door to. So often, we think the result that we provide our market is what we do. I can help you have more fun dating. Cool. That's what I can help you do. You don't really care about having more fun dating. What you care about is what will happen if you're out there dating and feeling good about it, finding your partner, changing your life. So I challenge you to think beyond what you do. And that's easier when, number one, you can clearly communicate to the right people that you help them and what you allow to be possible for them and what challenges and problems you help solve in a way that allows them to say, you are in my head. It is like you have put a camera in my house and you are watching me and you know my specific, my very individual problems and challenges and what's going on in my mind. And all of that will help you with your marketing because now your marketing will be easier. So you need to be narrow about who you're talking to. You need to know about those tangible, in-their-face problems that they can reach out and touch. And then you have to be able to use those to identify what are the results, the possibilities that I'm allowing to be true for them. And then what you do is how, how you get them there. But it's not that ultimate kind of result that you provide people. Knowing that will let you check the box on step one of this, which is clear communication about what you do. And when you have that clear communication, then you're able to create this marketing system that will allow it to happen with ease. It happening with ease being attracting them. Now, I will say here, this is something I am going to give super high-level Cliff's notes on. If you want the details about creating a robust marketing system, then I want you to head to the show notes, click on the link for my free masterclass that I just ran on client attraction because I go into this in a big-time way and I interacted with everybody who was there live and you're going to see examples and you're going to hear all of these different suggestions. This podcast is giving you the high-level overview of what a marketing system is. Now, before we get there, just to kind of tie a ribbon around this first step, uh, communicating clearly, market research is something that will help you with this in a huge way. Have conversations with that who. Have conversations with your market. Ask them what their daily challenges are. Listen to the way they talk about it. Listen to the language they use. Ask them what they want 
to have be possible for them. And again, listen to the way that they say it. But if you don't know how to do market research, then definitely reach out and message me. I have a little program, Market Research Mavens. I also have another way that I can really go deep on this with you. So market research, if you've never done official, and I mean conversations, not like online surveys, but official market research, that would be the thing you can do immediately that will have a huge, huge impact on your business. I mean, immediately. So message me and let me know. But now that you know all of this, you know who you're talking to and you know how to communicate what you do in a way that allows them to see themselves in you, now you need to know, well, where am I doing that? How am I doing that? What is my marketing system? If being able to communicate clearly is about being able for people to see themselves in you, then part of enrolling clients is having enough people hear that message, right? If you know what your message is, you have to have enough people hear it to then have conversations with you to want to become clients, right? The number of clients that you need. So this is about your marketing, having enough people hear your clear communication, having enough people of the right people hear your message. And so that's made easier, as you can tell, when you've done the work from step one, because now you know where to find them. Because when you know who they are specifically and what their days are like, you know where they're spending their time and where they're putting their attention, what apps they're using, what blogs they're reading, what sites they're on, what social media platforms they use, where they are after work, where they are on the weekends, where, you know, who they're around and how they're spending their time online and offline, and where their attention is, it's going to be easier for you to know that when you know who they are as a very specific, individual, narrow market. Now, here's the thing about marketing, guys. (laughs) You have to love it. If you don't love marketing, you're going to struggle to attract and sign your clients. You're going to struggle to get the number of sales that you need. You're going to struggle to have the clients and the customers that you want because if you're not excited about it, they're not going to be excited about it. If you don't love it, they're not going to feel the love for what you're marketing. So you loving your marketing system means you have to love the way you're marketing. Now, the good news is there are a million different ways to market. And that's why I say this podcast is like the high level Cliff's Notes version of this. Go to the free. It's free. Go to the free masterclass. Fast forward to this section. Listen, we go into a lot of detail there. But I do want you to think that there are a couple of pieces of your marketing system. There are ways that you build awareness. There are ways that people become aware that you and your business exist. They have no clue that you are out there, that your business is out there, and then suddenly they become aware. So that's number one. Number two is after they become aware then they have to realize that you help them. Not only do they have to realize that you solve problems and give results, right? So that messaging, right? But they have to know you. They have to like you. They have to trust you. They have to trust that they can give you money. They can. They have to really trust that it's going to be a good experience to work with you or purchase from you. And so there's that piece of, we'll call it like relationship nurturing that is giving them all of the information that they need for that piece. So we have to be able to attract people. And then we have to be able from that attraction, right, to kind of, I hate this phrase, but I'm going to say it, collect them, right? And then you collect them in a place that allows you to put all of this information that they need, they're looking for, to validate that you're the right solution for them and that it's going to be a good choice for them to purchase from you, whether that's a service or a product. So. Now that we know, number one, 
right? Clearly communicate. Number two is have a marketing system. So here are the subsections of the marketing system. Have one main way that you build awareness in your business, and this should be active. Don't rely on something passive. Don't rely on referrals. Those are great, but when you rely on referrals, you're just kind of waiting on other people to build your business. Don't let this be, you know, a lead magnet or an opt-in or a list builder, not as the number one main way that you're building awareness. Don't allow it to just be SEO. SEO can be a way that people become aware of you, but you need one active way that people can become aware of you that you go all in on. So it can be speaking. I think speaking is the best way to grow your business because it does everything that needs to be done in a very efficient and effective way. And I go into that in the masterclass. We talk about speaking in the masterclass. So if that's something you're interested in, head there. But it can be speaking. It can be networking. Now, networking is not marketing. Networking is relationship building. So speaking, networking, having a table at like a vendor or exhibitor, you know, a vendor or exhibitor table at an event. Those are like three of the main ways. Speaking to groups, associations, organizations, your own events, your own speaking, your own Facebook lives, things are interactive. And then you have networking and networking can be online or offline. And then you can also have these vendor tables and exhibitor tables. Now, I give examples of these in the masterclass. But for this purpose, pick one way. It doesn't mean it's the only thing you're going to do, but it means you put all your time, energy, and effort into that first. You kind of check off like a certain number of hours a day that you're advancing that forward. So for me, for example, it's speaking. Every day, I have a certain amount of time that I'm using to advance my speaking, whether it's looking for speaking uh, engagements, whether it's coming up with my own masterclasses, my own speaking events, whether it's actually speaking, right? Whether it's doing the research to find out topics to speak about. The idea is every day, I'm focused on that because I'm all in on that. So pick your all-in way to build awareness. And then the next thing you want to do is pick your all-in way to nurture the relationships of the people who are aware of you now. So that's easier when you know where that bucket will be. And picking that relationship nurturing bucket can be easy when you know your who. So for example, for me, my main, I guess we'll call it the relationship nurturing bucket is my Facebook community, the all-in entrepreneur. So no matter how people become aware of me, speaking or otherwise, what I want to do is move them into my Facebook group. If I can get them in my Facebook group, then I'm able to do a variety of things in there that can move them to other places, can move them to my list, can move them to my Instagram, can move them many other places. But that for me is the first step. And from there, people who join my Facebook group are more likely now to do all of the other things. For some of my clients, though, that doesn't make sense for them. The main relationship nurturing bucket for them is moving people onto their list. So after people become aware of them, no matter if it's through their main awareness way or other ways, for them, it makes sense to move people to their email list. And then from their email list, they can get them other places. For other people, they have an offline community. For other people, it's something else, right? But 
for for you, you need to pick one main place that you would like all of your market, all of your target market to end up. And in that place is where you're going to focus your time, your energy, and your attention on giving them what they need to know you like you trust you, see that you're credible, see that you're an expert, see that it's going to be a good experience to work with you or purchase from you, that they can trust you, they can trust to give you money. And that's easier when you know where that one place will be. It's also easier then to do the passive things that you need to do to move people into awareness and nurturing. So for example, when I know, right, speaking and Facebook group and all that, then it's easier for me to perhaps run an ad, which is passive, to help grow my Facebook group. And then what I say in the ad may be related to something that I'm speaking on so that people will maybe join my, I can either do an ad for my speaking engagement. And then from that, they move into my Facebook group. Or I can do an ad about my Facebook group and then people join um, for my, we'll call it my list builder. If I know that I want people to join my Facebook group, then my list builder may be a challenge. And when people register for that challenge, they have to be in my Facebook group to participate in the challenge, to get the prompts, to get the information, to be eligible to win prizes. Whereas if it was going to be that I move people after they become aware of me to my newsletter, to my email list, then my passive marketing may be an opt-in. It may be a downloadable PDF or something that they just download and then they're on my list and they get nurtured. So the point being, once you know the main way you're building awareness and really that relationship nurturing bucket, where you want them to go, then it becomes easier to pick one or two or three kind of passive marketing ways to help like flesh all of this out, to help make it more robust. But again, I go into this in extreme detail in the masterclass. For this, number one, pick one main way you want to build awareness. Number two, pick one place, one main way you want to nurture those relationships. And then number three, really think about all the content, all the information that you have to give them in that place in order to have them kind of have the experience and feel the way they need to feel to be comfortable and be excited to hire you and give you money. And then that will allow you to kind of jot on the side some passive Uh, marketing ways. So you have your active marketing, you've got your passive marketing. Together, that creates your marketing strategy. Again, this is something a little bigger than this podcast. So that masterclass covers this in more detail. But after you're doing that, right, when you have this message that really resonates and pulls people in and now you're marketing it in the right places and where their attention is and you're using their language because you really know who they are. So you know the language, you know the message, you know what to say and how to say it. So they clearly see themselves in it. You know where to say it because you know where their attention is and then you know where you're moving them through. So now you know I've built awareness and here's where I'm putting them to give them all of this information to make them say, yes, I think this is what I want and need. Then you need to get good at converting them. Once they have that moment of, I think, I think this is what I want. I think this is what I need. You need to be able to have a sales process that helps convert people. Now, the masterclass also goes into detail in this. So here's just the Cliff Notes version for you to be thinking about from this podcast episode. You need to have a pre-sales call process you need to have a sales call process and you need to have a post sales call 
process. So the pre-sales call process is language that you feel comfortable with and you use to invite people into a sales call with you, which is easier once you know they're at the point of going, I think this is what I want or need. And so the key phrase in this language, and again, the masterclass gives you specific language, but the key phrase is, And we will decide together if working with me is the right next step. We'll decide if purchasing this is the right next step. We will decide if this solution is the right next step for you. Now, just know that having a good sales process doesn't just immediately say, do you want it? Do you want to buy it? Right? It's being able to set the tone for we are going to have a conversation. Whether that conversation happens on the phone, whether it happens through a website, whether it happens in any other way, you're still communicating and having some kind of language and conversation that's moving people through the sales process. Okay? So number one, get good with moving people into an actual sales conversation with you. And then number two, you need to have the sales conversation. So the sales conversation allows you to go, okay, like I am talking about the things I need to talk about. So it just confirms for people that I am the right solution for them. So you're not tap dancing. You're not trying to convince people that they need you. Remember, by the time people get on a sales call with you, they already know, wow, they've already built trust in you. They already know who you are. They already see that you solve a problem. What they're trying to do when they get on the phone with you is just confirm that this is really the right solution for them. So you see how having this effective marketing system makes that happen on your sales calls, where without the marketing system, you're kind of getting people that haven't been able to validate any of that yet. They don't know you. They don't like you. They don't trust you. They're not 100% sure what you do. They haven't been able to see that this actually solves a problem for them because you haven't been using their language and you haven't been marketing. But when you do have that messaging down and you have this marketing system working like a well-oiled machine, it tightens up these calls. By the time people get on the phone with you or however they're talking to you. They come to your website, they look at your cart, whatever it is, they already know, yes, I like you, I trust you, I want to work with you, I'm pretty sure this is the right thing for me, I'm just confirming it. So then you know at that touch point, are you doing the things? Are you saying the things? Are you having the conversation? Are you putting the language in those places that does that, that isn't convincing people, but is confirming for them that this is the right solution? And then the last part is maybe people aren't ready for you yet. Maybe they moved through this or maybe they went, for whatever reason, people are coming to you at different stages. So people might be a no for now and you need to be able to keep in touch with them. You need to be able to have that follow-up process in a variety of different ways, okay? So again, masterclass, huge detail about this. But for the Break It Down episode, we're talking about having a client enrollment system. And the client enrollment system consists of three parts. Part one, you have to have your messaging down so you can clearly communicate. So part one, clear communication to the right people about the right things. Part two, a marketing system that then allows that communication to be heard and amplified by the right number of people so that part three, you're having conversations at the right moments with the right people to be able to get the clients and customers that you need. So those are the three main pieces. And the last part of all of this is the mindset. You have to have a mindset for success. You have to believe that all of this is working, that it's completely and totally inevitable that your success will happen. But you have to detach from how. 
You have to be able to say, well, will it come from the, the things I'm doing, from the marketing that I'm doing and the conversations that I'm having? Sure. But could also come from some completely unanticipated way that I hadn't thought about. Because what that thought allows you to do is implement this for a long enough time that it works. Because if you're implementing it and looking for immediate results and you don't see evidence right away that it's working, you're going to bail on it. And then you're going to create that outcome. You're going to create the outcome of it not working because you won't do it full out. You won't do it with excitement. You won't do it consistently. You won't do it at all. So in the masterclass, I give you some mindset tips because that ties the ribbon around it. If you don't have the right mindset, it won't matter that you take these three actions, guys. You can go, ah, mindset, nah, don't need it. And you can implement these three actions to a T and you'll struggle they all go together. So you have to listen to all of that. But if you take nothing else away, just learning how to detach and not need to see evidence that your client enrollment strategy is working will allow you to actually implement the client enrollment strategy long enough that it will work. Okay? So when we're thinking about breaking it down, we now know you have to have clear communication. You have to have a narrow audience that you're talking to. You have to talk to them about their tangible, daily, specific, individual problems. And you have to be able to clearly, clearly let them see the results that solving those problems will provide for their life. And when you do that, then you move these people who are becoming aware of you, because now you know the way to get them aware of you, the language to use, the places to say it, you're moving them into a marketing system. That marketing system has one main active way that you're generating awareness, one main active way you're nurturing relationships, and then the right passive marketing strategies based on knowing everything that we just talked about. And that means you're going to have more conversations. But when you have more sales conversations or touch points at whatever your sales point is, a conversation or a website, a cart, whatever it is, but at that moment, it's no longer about convincing people that they need what you have. They've already determined that because your marketing system has been so strong. So now you're able to flip that to confirming for people, meaning you have to focus on whatever that will be that will provide that confirmation. And if you do that, and you have great language, you know, leading up to that, you have great language at that point, a great process for that. And then you have this like keep in touch follow-up strategy for people who aren't ready yet. They will become ready in the future. And you can see how this starts working like a well-oiled machine. So guys, this is what I wanted to talk about for today's Break It Down episode, all about the client enrollment system. Now, like I said, my masterclass goes into this in extreme detail. So head over there check it out. Let me know if this, like, I would love to hear. In fact, I challenge you all to send me an email. In fact, I was at She Podcasts, which is a podcasting conference for women entrepreneurs just the other week. And one thing that kept coming up was, I, I don't hear from my audience enough, not just from me, like podcasters in general were like, how can we talk to our audience? I want to make sure that I'm giving them what they need and that this is all resonating. So I challenge you all to show everyone <laughs> that it can happen. Send me an email. Send me an email to Rita at RitaMadeMeDoIt.com. Rita at RitaMadeMeDoIt.com. And all it has to say is like, 
I loved this episode on client enrollment, or this really helped me think about client enrollment differently, or I downloaded your client enrollment masterclass. It can just be a short sentence. It doesn't have to say tons, but it'll let me know that what I'm putting out there for you is really helping, really resonating, and giving you what you need to build this profitable and rewarding business that we talked about at the beginning. So guys, I hope you love it. I hope you love the masterclass. I hope this was helpful, and I hope you join me next week for another episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It Show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all-in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamamedoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.